You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. I get to talk to real people today, which is nice. I promise I got to talk to a real person yesterday. I just lost the interview, and I was pretty angry about that. <laughs> I don't believe it. I imagine Doug listening to that podcast thinking that it's ridiculous. I'm actually trying to recall information that I had with another guy and just relaying that to everybody else. That was one segment that I did yesterday. Just telling people about a conversation that, for all they know, is fake. For all they know, I never booked Steve Mims. He never said those things about Bol Bol. And I just use him as my meat shield for my own evaluation. So if it doesn't pan out, I can just blame Steve Mims. That's great. You know, they call radio theater of the mind. And uh, that's great meta radio. You are you not only don't have the the audio interview, but you have to relay it's sort of like what we do when we read, you know, articles off the athletic. <laughs> We're just sort of stealing their con- you're stealing your own content. I, I had Steve on the podcast to have him give us the content. I then erased the content and then I used his content. And now I can again use him as a meat shield, essentially. So everybody else, if 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 Bull Bull doesn't do any of the things that he said, then it's basically Steve Mim's fault. Or maybe I never got him. Maybe he did come on. I don't know. See, I don't believe you ever got him. I believe that you wanted to get him, and then you needed to save face because you are a professional radio guy, and mm-hmm. you know people, and you need you need everyone to know that you know people, and so you just made up the fact that you had this really important expert on and and didn't really get him. I know people. I know the best people. Trust me. I know the best Bull Bull experts. I have all the Bull Bull experts. And... You'll just have to trust me on that. That's the Locked On Hornets podcast presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can get Locked On Hornets on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Hornets. Doug, with outstanding producing with the read right there, I had to make a quick minute, a quick second decision to change it. He had Locked On Celtics there. I imagine you just copy and pasted this from our own David Locke. Uh, That's correct. Okay, thank you very much, and I'm glad we avoided that. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own hotel. Hold on one second. What is hate like? Like, see, these is this a mistake by you as well? Like, is this don't hate life like your friend's trip? Is that what you meant to say? No, this is like a hate like. Like, you're scrolling through Instagram, and one of your friends has taken a vacation, and you are sort of pretending to like it, so you like it literally on Instagram, but really you're just feel filled with hatred and rage and jealousy that they got to go on the trip and you did not. So it's a jealousy like. Yeah, totally. It's like hate watching something too, because you know, you're going to like it and that like signifies that you saw the trip, you recognize they went on the trip, and to them, you know, they just see it and go, Oh, that they liked the fact that we went on this trip, but secretly you're like, These, I can't believe they went there. So I went with this read yesterday and I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna go with this because I was told to read this verbatim. So I'm just going to say this and I never got it. So I don't know how I read it. I don't know if the inflections were in the right spot, but it tripped me up once again right there. Don't hate like your friend's trip. I just I I just didn't. I've never heard that. Before. It's like when I hate listen to the show when I'm not on it because I don't really like to listen to the show when I'm not on it for obvious reasons. 
but I listen to it anyway, but really secretly, I hate it. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Don't hate like. I, right. I didn't really listen to the show. All right. we've got Yeah, I understand that. We've got Hornets workouts once again today. Talked a lot about Brandon Clark. I want to take a rest off of that. I'm sorry for showcasing my love for Brandon Clark. He seems to be a discussion on Twitter that a lot of people are either arguing for or arguing against. So we're going to let people do that on Twitter right now. We've done this a lot. We've got some other prospects that I want to get to. We're going to park. We're going to park the Clark talk. We've got more draft workouts today. We had some yesterday. First, I did mention this yesterday. Doug coming across it today that we had a guy that worked out for them named Frankie Ferrari. Frankie Ferrari worked out for the Hornets on Monday and Doug finds this fascinating. I found it fascinating as well. What did you find fascinating about some other research that you've done on our own oh, Frankie Ferrari? You did. You talked about this yesterday. No, well, not the not the stuff that you told me. The research that you've done. I just but talked you talked about, about Frankie Ferrari. Right? I talked about that name. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't listen. Uh, so yeah, Frankie Ferrari. That's such a great name. One of the best NBA names that I've seen in in a very long time. Or or hopefully he's you know part of the NBA. But so I was doing a little research into this guy because it is such an interesting name, and I came across this athletic article, this profile of Frankie Ferrari, and apparently he was in a serious car accident on his way to some AAU events uh, leading up to his uh, college career, and it led to this sentence, a Buick Century hit Ferrari's rental Nissan Altima. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that sentence, a Buick Century hit Ferrari's rental Nissan Altima. Now everyone was okay, so we can laugh about it. We can laugh about it. That's the rule. But that's great. I want, I mean, and by the way, I looked into this guy too. Went to, what, University of San Francisco and was was a good player, two-time All-WCC first team selection, so there's some info for you. But uh, Frankie Ferrari, I mean, he looks like a guy that owns a Ferrari. What does that guy look like? He's got the kind of the slick back hair and that you you have to have a certain kind of hair to be in in any kind of sports car, I think, and he has the sports car hair that you know if it's you know it's going to he's going to look good with dark shades on. I mean, he just looks preppy. He looks like the kind of guy that would own a Ferrari. Players that worked out for them today. We'll start with Miles Powell of Seton Hall. By the way, Miles spells his name with a Y, much like Miles Turner does. Does the Miles with a Y count as a sexy name that's spelled differently than normal? It's like a guy that would buy, you know, a Ferrari shirt. Like he would, he would own the Ferrari, but also then have to buy a Ferrari shirt to say, yes, I am both driving a Ferrari. Also, I endorse Ferrari, not just by driving it, but also by buying the apparel. All right. You didn't want to go there. How about Jalik Felton? Can I can I interest you in a Jalik Felton that's spelled J-A-L-E-K Felton? Is that going to get your interest yeah, enough to comment Yeah, this annoys me it? a little bit because I feel like, like I look at that and it looks like Jalek. And and or Jalik, if you want to go with the the sort of the hard A. What about Jalik? Maybe. So, but Jalik is a is a character from Game of Thrones. That is not Jalik. You need two E's to make the E sound or E A. I mean, we I th- I feel like there are some common things that we have established in English what certain letters create, and it's just a little too uh, linguistically relativistic to <laughs> relativistic. I completely agree that you should, you know, be able to just make up sounds. 
Jalik Felton, if you don't remember, Jalik Felton was a relative of Raymond Felton. I forget if he was the nephew. He is the nephew. Jalik Felton, the nephew of Raymond Felton, and he did transfer from North Carolina. And you do probably remember. BC Nokia. He transferred from BC Nokia. Yeah, that's a phone company, isn't that's it? That's a phone <laughs> No, it's a. It's actually a phone. Well, it's a professional basketball club based in uh, Nokia, Finland. Which, if I, I'm going to take a guess here, I don't know this for sure, is probably where Nokia comes from, Finland. What about Francis Alonso out of UNCG, representing Crib up here in North Carolina? He worked out for the Hornets yesterday, or he's, these guys are working out for them today, I should say. Francis Alonso again, UNC Greensboro, Jesse. Is it Govan, Gavan, Georgetown? Don't know if you've done any research into that pronunciation. Uh, and a couple of guys that these are a little bit more notable. Marielle Shayok of Iowa State and Diedrich Lawson of Kansas. Now, Doug, do you know any of these two guys and what they've done in college basketball? I do not. Diedrich Lawson is a guy that tested awfully in the NBA Combine outside of high school, right before he transitioned to Kansas. He was one of the worst athletes in his position group, which is a bigger guy, which means he's just one of the worst athletes to test right before he gets to Kansas anyway. But he was very good for the Jayhawks, and now it's somebody that hopefully is able to get his chance to play in the NBA. He actually does have a long wingspan, so he's a smaller power forward, but he does have a long wingspan. He is a high basketball IQ type of guy. He really uh, played well for the Kansas Jayhawks last season. So Diedrich Lawson, he's not very athletic. In fact, he's not athletic at all, but maybe that's somebody that's worth keeping an eye on in the second round for some team. Maybe not, but maybe so. Mariel Shayok, this is a guy I actually like, Doug. So Mariel Shayok played three years for Virginia, so we got to see him a little bit here if you're paying attention to the ACC, certainly with Virginia being a very good basketball team. He transfers, sits out all of two seasons ago, plays this past season with Iowa State, and balls out. Scores, I think, about 19 points per game, is able to get five rebounds. He's 6'6". He weighs about 200 pounds. And Mariel Shayok shot 38% from three. He's got a wingspan of seven feet. Now, he's not crazy athletic. I think he tested average in the agility drills that they ran with his position group. But Mariel Shayok is a guy that I like. If he's there at, I don't know, is 36 overall worth the gamble on Mariel Shayok? And certainly, if you go back to, I think they have the 52nd pick, if I'm not mistaken, is their last one. I mean, if he lasts that far, I don't know where he's expected to go. But I like Mariel Shayok a lot with his length. He's not the craziest athlete in the world, but he's, he's an average athlete. You go ahead and take a chance on Shayok early in the second round. I'd have no problem with him. And, you know, bringing in all these names that I think a lot of people that don't follow college basketball closely would would know, it doesn't that signal to you that they intend on using both of those second-round picks? Like, they're bringing in a lot of guys that would qualify at least for those second-round picks. Yeah, Dedrick Lawson, a very good Big 12 player. Like, I, we talked about his lack of athleticism, but it was a good college basketball player. Mariel Shayok was a very good college basketball player this last season. And by the way, that 38% three-point shooting, it was not on a small sample size. I think he took like five a game. And so th this guy can shoot. He's got a long wingspan. I don't know how defensively he's going to be. I, I think he can get to the rim pretty well. He's got a vertical of 36, which I think tested average within his position group. Like, I, I like Shayok. I don't know if he lasts. Again, I don't know exactly where he's supposed to go. And when we're talking second-round selections. You never know who's going to last enough to where maybe there is somebody I like more than Shayok. But I like taking a look at this guy. So we'll see where all of these prospects end up going in the NBA draft. We appreciate you joining us here on the Locked On Hornets podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we take a 
a break. Let me tell you about Untuck It. Dads come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts, like tall, short, slim, and certainly relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups look so long and baggy at the end of the day? It can be hard for guys to pull off a casual, untucked look that isn't sloppy. That's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, promo code NBA to get 20% off. Again, that's go to untuckit.com with the promo code NBA and you'll get 20% off. I did that entire read with my tail tucked between my legs. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back more here with the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. And the Google description here says, On contracts made before June, where the wheat is deliverable in December, either wheat of the grades, named or numbered, <laughs> B shares Batik of New York, N.B.A. So take that for what you will. That's a lot of information I just threw at you. I apologize. What was the grade? The Yeah, the wheat was graded uh, C-. minus. Let's get them on. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Please listen carefully. No, am I starting? (laughs) (laughs) I think we literally did just say, hey, do you want to start off with this? No, we'll start off with this. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. You start off with it. And uh, I was like, all right. And you said, okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll do that. But the problem was, I was trying to get the music down while also with my other hand, trying to type into Google people with names of cars because I wanted to find out if it was just crazy uncommon that that he was named I mean Ferrari is a is a word that may or may not mean something in Italian so that's not uncommon but I wanted to see if there was a Danny Nissan out there or something well there is a Cadillac Williams but that was his nickname so I don't know if that really counts no it doesn't count I'm talking back. about people who on their birth certificate feature a name that is also a vehicle. I wanted to find that out, but I, you know what? I'm going to pause so that we can actually... Do you actually... want me to take over so you can do the research? No. Do you need to look it up? No, because there are some very important tweets that I need to get to, and the reason they are important is because they talk about me. Well, let's I... get to them then. What are you doing? I'm on the edge of my seat here. All right, so first up, Sports Despair on Twitter, big fan of the show. We're a big fan of him. He says, wait... Did Doug Branson speak this Myers Leonard thing into reality? And if you haven't been paying attention to the Western Conference finals, that probably means that you're a healthy individual that enjoys sleep. But Myers Leonard went off for 30 points and was just lights out from beyond the arc. He hasn't scored 30 points in, in quite, or over 20 points in quite a long time. In, in, in quite a long time being ever. That's well. That's quite a long. <laughs> no, you're right. Quite a long time. You're right. Quite a long time means he's never done it. He's never. I. I think he got his career high within the first half of this game. Hot shot. He scored Myers 20. Leonard. He scored 25 points in the first half. And I checked Twitter to see if we were going to get bombarded with Myers Leonard tweets. And we got a couple, including from like you said, Charlotte Sports Despair. That also got some bombarded. love from Daniel Tap. So we got a couple of tweets. I think maybe one other one, if I'm not mistaken. I tweeted as well. Hot shot Myers Leonard. It got a couple of likes here and there. People know that Myers Leonard has been our adopted player of a podcast especially a player that just has nothing to do with the Hornets. Yeah, and what you have to understand is that my subconscious is full of great NBA nuggets and and also premonitions. 
Myers Leonard showing out yesterday, and we appreciate it here as the Locked On Hornets podcast. Also, we got some love from Rick Bennell this weekend. How about that? Before that's yeah, I want to talk about that. But do before, we, do, am I, I just, transitioning to a wrong topic? Or is well, that okay? no, I just want to say this: yes or no? Hot shot Myers Leonard has more signature NBA playoff games than Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> yes or no? This is a simple game. Yes or no? Yes. He does. Isn't that crazy? He does. Myers Leonard has his signature playoff moment. And listen, there are not a lot of playoff games relative to the amount of players that play in them. And so to have a signature game and to have a signature moment within the NBA playoffs is quite an exceptional thing. Myers Leonard is an exceptional player. I'm not sure that Giannis is. Can you have that at, in a loss, though? Can you have the Myers Leonard game in a loss? Is that okay? And I'm not, I'm not saying that Giannis is like playing badly, obviously. I mean, he's getting these like crazy double-double numbers, right? But, I mean, he doesn't have a game this uh, postseason where you go, wow, that was the moment. He's just not as skilled or good at basketball as what Myers Leonard is. I think that's where we all are coming to an agreement here. I talk about this a lot in relation to Nick Batum because I feel like I mean obviously there are problems over the past couple of seasons with his game with his play with his intensity with his aggressiveness blah 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 on down the line but I will say that I feel like part of uh, the reason that fans have not gotten on board with him is because he has not had those signature moments since the last time the Hornets were in the playoffs he doesn't have those games where you look at and go wow Without Nick Batum right there at the end of that fourth quarter, they they don't they don't win that game. Can we get to Rick Bennell now? All right, so Rick had a great tweet. Love Rick. Uh, and, but you and I have always wondered aloud uh, and amongst ourselves if Rick listens to the show. And, he's, and we know that he has a based on a couple of tweets that he sent to us, and we're very appreciative of it because well, we, we love know Rick. For Rick sure. is is not not only a friend of the show. I mean, if you have a weekly segment during the season and a couple of other times when he's not on the season, like. You're a relative of the show at this point. Well, and Rick's listen. Rick's a busy guy. He's got a lot to do. He covers the he covers the Hornets. He covers them well for the for the Observer. But we didn't know for sure whether he listens to the show. We had we had clues based on things that he had said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he confirmed it on Twitter. He said, "At Walker Mail, I'm out on the Greenway and listening to the podcast. Promise me every future show includes <laughs> Doug Branson saying go go, but which was my attempt. And you know, listen. And now what we've done here. What we've done because of this tweet, it sparked a great little segment I wanted to do. So I texted Doug, first off, hey, did you see Rick's tweet? Pretty funny. I want to do something with this. I want you to not look up how you pronounce his name. So we're going on basically just the credibility, my faith that you did not check out how you actually pronounce Goga Blank's name. And so I did. I know how you pronounce it. And I want to see how many times that you can say it to see if you can actually get it right before I eventually give the grand reveal. All right. I'll try. Can we play this game? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. I'll try it again. Okay. So why don't you do it? How about we give you three, four, five attempts? How many do you think you should get? Um, At least at least four. Okay. All right. We'll give you four. And then if I don't don't think you're close, then I'll give you the real pronunciation. All right. Can you spell it for me? Uh, yes, I can. Actually, no, I can't right now. I don't have it up in front of me. Oh, my God. I just have it in my head. I didn't have it spelled out. I didn't know that you were going to need it. I thought you were going to have it at least spelled out for yourself. All right, I've got it. G-O-G-A. I've got it now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, let me say it. It'll be a lot better. G-O-G-A. I mean, you got Goga. I hope you got Goga. B-I-T-A-D-Z-E. Again, that's B-I-T-A-D-Z-E. It's a tough one. Okay, go ahead. So what was that first name again? Uh, it's Goga. Okay, here we go. Guga Bita Z. No, that's, in, that's incorrect. It is it is close. Okay, go. 
Go Go Gadget Bedazzle. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I like where this game is going. Um, obviously not correct. All right. Gogurt Bitcoin. Gogurt is the one I was thinking of. I wanted to hear Gogurt in this one. Is that not right? No, it's not. All right, one more try. Can you spell the last name again? <laughs> it's, do you want me to use it in a sentence? It's B-I-T-A-D-Z-E. Okay, here we go. Google bad words. That's a good one. All right, I think what would I think? Okay, I'm obviously not. I going, tried to keep a straight. Can face you for a just pronounce it and then I will repeat it? Okay, Goga Bitaze. Yoga Avitazane. Nailed it. <laughs> it's the Lockdown Hornets podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We appreciate you joining us once again. Have you heard about Grip6? Their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. Grip6 is an easy, thoughtful gift for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, and even moms and wives. Ultra lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist, making the belt super comfortable. Grip6 is the only belt with no holes, no flap, and no bulk. Grip6 has a special offer for you at grip6.com slash lock. That's grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. Once again, grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's grip6.com slash lock. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with plenty more on the other side. It's the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Go get bees, I say. are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. Did he go with Myers Leonard as his first comparison as a big man hitting from the three-point line? Oh, Funny. did I say Leonard? I meant uh, Miles Turner. Okay. <laughs> you did. I think okay. you said Miles Leonard. That was Leonard. on me. Sorry about that. That's a bad mistake. I know when I think shooting big men, Myers Leonard is the first guy that comes to mind. Absolutely. I was thinking Steve Clifford and I might be Hot the shot. same wavelength. Hot shot. There. Myers Leonard. <laughs> that's, that's his nickname. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Doug has been pestering me for the past week, really every single day the past week. He wants to tell this story that applies to a certain situation in the in the NBA. We'll get to that. I, at first, though, I, I want to start off with talking about Gogurt. It was the name that I hoped that you would mispronounce, I guess, correctly but incorrectly in Goga Bitaze's place. And Gogurt is phenomenal. Um, you like Gogurt? I do like Gogurt. Big Gogurt guy. When we had Gogurt, <laughs> when, when I was going to basketball camp, that was like a staple of the lunchbox. Every single huh. time I would go to Butler basketball camp, I would have you know a sandwich of whatever the hell it was, some chips, always needed a Gogurt. The biggest problem about Gogurt, though, is that it's just a little too wide, so you get the corners of your mouth cut on the corners of the pocket in which you inject the yogurt out of. Well, I guess if you're going super aggressive on the yogurt, no, don't have to be. No, we don't have to make me look like a fool like here. Half in your mouth or something. No, we don't have to make me look like a fool. It, it is just <laughs> a little bit wide, and you would get cut on the corners of your mouth, much like freezy pops. We have these problem with freezy pops, correct? It was the same exact thing with these yogurt packets that we would have. Oh, okay. I, I believe you. I believe that you had. Do you not have problem. these problem with freezy pops? I mean, I, I want to put it out to Twitter. Like, tweet us at Lockdown Hornets. If you, oh, you're going to lose that. If you're you've losing. Had the, that okay, maybe I'll. Maybe I'm just. You're losing a, it, Doug. I was a careful child when I ate. <laughs> oh, this this looks. Yeah, I this ate. Looks lovely. Listen, I ate delicately. D- did you use a fork and knife to eat your gogurt? I mean, a spoon. Dab I, your I lip. You can't listen. Don't be ridiculous. Dab you can't use a, a fork bit. or knife. You mm. would have to use, you would squirt it into a bowl and then you would spoon it. This is delicate. We're going to move on. The Lakers 
are a completely dysfunctional franchise. It's been amazing. How about yesterday? Did you get a chance at all to see First Take with Magic Johnson making his special appearance? I did. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, Magic Johnson giving us everything, just singing his heart out up there. Loved every second of and it. And burning it all down. And like we can talk about who looks worse than this. Is it going Magic. to prohibit free it does. Who and, and that's is, by the way, that's an upset because I didn't I didn't feel like before that interview well, I think people, that Magic could look worse than the bumbling idiocy <laughs> that is the the Lakers. Ma- uh, the Lakers management. Oh, you think he looks worse? I don't know if he looks worse. I think he, he does. He doesn't look great. No, he- listen, the guy who comes in after the fact and burns it all down, is nev- that's never a good well, look. Well, it's not the smart play. It's a fun look. No, it's it- an entertaining look. We'll I love it. it. I-, I love that he did it. But I'm just saying it's not a- – in terms of his future – look, well, if he wants that again – Which he doesn't. Okay, well, then it's fine. Then he can go and burn it all down. Because no one, no one's gonna. I don't think anyone's going to really in that world is going to dislike Magic for what he did. He wants to tweet box scores is what he wants to do. He wants to tweet the most <laughs> simple explanations of games within just a couple of sentences. Wow! Exclamation point! What a fantastic performance by one of the league's most underrated players, Damian Lillard, with this many points, this many rebounds, and this many assists. That's a great analysis! Exclamation point! Rob Palenka doesn't look good in this either, and Jeannie Buss looks the worst probably. For allowing all of this to go on in the family business. It does not look good. Just trying to get every single piece of analysis from any former member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And Phil Jackson will consult this guy. Kobe Bryant has been rumored to have some pull in that organization. Kurt Rambis. Like we're getting Kurt Rambis, the guy that got in a fight one time. That's how we know Kurt Rambis. No, it's it's like- And he liked porn. That's how we like that's how we know Kurt Rambis. So listen, the late. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with you that. Like that? This, that what you got, great, Doug? That's a great fact. I just don't know what to do with it. Uh, the Lakers are a <laughs> the Lakers are a giant tire fire, and it's another reminder that life isn't fair. And sometimes the crazy people get LeBron James. Meanwhile, you know we're all stuck in mediocrity, uh, despite this sort of perception that the the leadership of this Hornets franchise is dysfunctional. When really, relative to the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and other franchises is really not all that dysfunctional. And it's kind of sad for one guy in particular, right. and that's Frank Vogel, because it's really overshadowing his introduction, which is weird because the Los Angeles Lakers really want Jason Kidd to be the coach anyway, right? I mean, that's the reporting that's coming out that they, you know, they want. And, and also, let me back up for a second, because you know, there's this uh, a section of, of sports fandom that loves to say, like, oh, these reporters don't know what they're talking about. They're just making stuff up for television, fake news, fake news. And then I, I love the fact that Magic Johnson jumps on the air and confirms, like, two or three stories that were yeah. out there that got that kind of reaction because, hey, these reporters, like, they do this every day and they spend their waking hours getting this kind of information to deliver it to you. And and you know so when you when you think about that Jason Kidd report just keep keep what Magic did in mind. Uh, but back to my thought here, they they really want Jason Kidd to be the coach, and it reminds me of my prom. This is your story. This is the story that I've been wanting to tell because when I first heard Please that reveal. report, it reminded me of my specifically my junior prom. So. There was a, a girl that I wanted to ask to the prom, um, but as my Gogurt story indicates, I'm, I'm I was a little delicate then, and um, it, you know I was I was you know I was just afraid to ask this girl out, 
And so I didn't. And it, you know, it, it got down to the time of going to prom and I didn't really have a date. And there was another girl that ran in our friend group who uh, could not go to prom with her date because her date was just the kind of guy that you couldn't bring home to mom and daddy. Was uh, the dangerous type. Yeah, basically anti That's what I was in high school. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I don't believe that for don't a second. Don't bring me home to mom and dad. But uh, she could not go with this guy. And so she made an arrangement with me and said, hey, listen, you don't, you don't have a date. And in a friendly way, she said, you know, you don't have a date. I can't <laughs> go with this guy. Why don't we just go together? And then, you know, at least we'll, we could all go as a friend group, you know? So I'm like, that's very logical and, and very sad. Um, but yeah, I will, both at the same time. I'm glad you acknowledge that. Yeah, but I but I will take you up on your offer, and and that <laughs> sounds great. And but then, the uh, the so I am I am Frank Vogel in this situation where I just got hired, but really the girl wants to go uh, with someone else. Jason but, Kidd is the dangerous one, right? Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, Jason Kidd's the guy with the the DUI and the, you know the domestic violence allegations, and you know so on and so Dangerous took a bad turn here. Right. So that was not this guy. And, and uh, I don't want to slander anyone's name uh, in high school. That was not what this guy was all about. But it's still, you couldn't bring him home to Genie Bus. You couldn't bring him home to mom and dad. <laughs> and so uh, I was Frank Vogel in this situation. So what I'm saying is I feel bad for Vogie. Uh, I feel like uh, that okay. Vogel and I are one and that we're just trying to get through this prom. I wish I had gotten a three-year contract out of that prom. So tell us what happens at the end here. I mean, did you end up actually working up the courage to ask the girl that you wanted to in the first place? Well, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, she worked up the courage to ask me, and so then then I was in a bit of a Not so feeble, huh? Well, I was in a bit of a pickle. Uh, So I I ended up going back to, so if I'm Vogel, and the girl or the Lakers, I Vogel went back to the Lakers and said, listen, I know I signed this contract with you, but this other team that I really like now wants me to go to prom like with the them. Clippers. Is it the Clippers maybe? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I'll I'll hang with you, but also I gotta take this team as well. I'm losing myself in the analogy. I'm but confused. I, but bottom line is I took both girls to prom. Well that's that's a great way to end the story. But only and one, a great way to end this podcast. But only one wanted to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I think that makes it better. I think that makes it better. Thanks for listening and remember you can subscribe to this show and the new Himalaya podcast app as well as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Hornets, not Locked On Eagles like Doug has written in this <laughs> oh, read no! once again. Remember to play podcast Locked On Hornets. We appreciate you joining us. You can find us on Twitter and most social media platforms at Locked On Hornets. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go Gurt. <laughs>